If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. I used to think time was my enemy. My future wasn't looking good. So worried about the things I couldn't see. I couldn't see the things I could. I was aging fearfully. Worrying my life away when all along I should have been thankful for every day. Finally made a friend of time. Now you could say that I'm aging gratefully. Broadcasting from the rolling hills of the beautiful Tennessee Valley, from the foothills of the Great Smoky Mountains, across this amazing nation and spanning the universe, you're listening to Aging Gratefully. I'm your host, gerontologist Holly Kelly, bringing you exceptional guests and novel information to ensure you age great, live full, and embrace each extraordinary day for the incredible gift it is. We broadcast on all your favorite players brought to you all over the world. Welcome to Aging Gratefully, most amazing listeners. So excited you're joining the show today. And I hope you're doing well. You so deserve it. I'm excited to bring you this bonus and special episode because, well, it's Valentine's time. And I wanted to check in and wish every one of you a happy Valentine's. That makes me smile. So let's get this grin fest started. Strike your signature pose, Aging Rebels. Valentine style. And what do you immediately think of when you think about Valentine's? Red roses, heart-shaped faux silk-laden boxes of overpriced chocolates, dinner out with that special someone, perhaps a card to share your devotion and love. If you're thinking cards, you're among many others who are working the same angle of love expression. According to Hallmark, a whopping 145 million others this year will share their loving adoration through a card. If you're going the sweet tooth route for your sweetie, you're helping candy companies earn $1 billion in profits, as only a mere 36 million heart-shaped boxes will be gifted. That's it. That's all. Not very many. Overall, per Statistica, it is estimated that Valentine's spending will increase $2 billion in the U.S. this year to reach $26 billion dollars to celebrate all things love. But do you remember your first Valentine's? Well, that would take us all for a stroll down memory lane when we customarily made custom or special folders or card pouches in grade school as we anticipated that special day when our friends and classmates would drop Valentine's in our folders and we'd get sweet treats. For some, it was an easy opportunity to tell that fellow classmate that you adored, that you liked them. Young love in the works. And Valentine's has long been an occasion that celebrates love, 
fertility, friendship, and even matchmaking. But who's at the root of this whole matchmaking dynamic and sprinkling love potion far and wide? After all, Valentine's is actually called St. Valentine's per history.com and a mysterious saint at that. But the first Valentine's is said to have been celebrated with a feast among Christians to honor two martyrs named St. Valentine. But there are many versions and ambiguous details as to how this holiday actually occurred. It is said that Valentine's became more popular in the 1840s in the UK and US. And as Britannica shares, Valentine's Day is still very popular in the U.S., Great Britain, Canada, and Australia, and it is also celebrated in other countries, including Argentina, France, Mexico, and South Korea. In the Philippines, though, it is the most common wedding anniversary. But how do we go from St. Valentine's to this cute little bow-wielding cherub we spot everywhere? From cards to candy boxes, this little guy is flying about everywhere this season with an agenda of love. Do you think he's still around or just a figment of ancient tales and history? History History.com shares that long before the Romans adopted and renamed him and way before his association with Valentine's Day, Cupid was known to the Greeks as Eros, the handsome god of love. His past is laden with Greek mythology tales and renderings of how this all began, but it seems everyone agrees. He was armed with a bow and a quiver filled with golden arrows for the sole purpose to arouse desire. You know, it is said that also hidden in his quiver was leaden arrows used to ignite aversion. Yep. Arrows struck at the hearts of gods and mortals just to play with their emotions. But certainly he's grown up since then. Or at least his name was changed to Cupid, which translated to the word desire, which depicted as much less threatening chubby-cheeked cherub. It seems Cupid still reigns strong today, hopefully only with gold arrows in that quiver. And I have to say, he's probably pretty busy plotting and scheming matchmaking all around the globe. But if you could talk to him, what would you ask? What's love got to do with it? Does love make the world go round? Is all we need really love? Well, as you out there know... We seem to have a hotline to the greatest guests. We've brought you thought leaders from around the world. We've welcomed change agents, experts, leaders in their field, and role models from all over the place. And my goodness, we've even welcomed Santa and Mrs. Claus. So while I want to say you won't believe this, Aging Rebels, you probably won't be surprised that today I'm super excited to welcome for you and for Valentine's the one and only Cupid. Hey, how you doing, Miss Holly? It's nice to be here. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited to welcome you to the show. This is like such a special treat. I mean, you're hard to find. It's it's a bit of it's a bit of a job that keeps me here and there. You know, I'm always on the run. Well, we know of Cupid as this cute little chubby bow wielding cherub casting love of those in his sights. But Really, who are you? Oh, uh, me? I'm I'm just one of the many, uh, I guess, uh, cherub being spread in joy and laughter. But, you know, the big man picked me a long time ago. I took the job, rose to the occasion, and uh, just been doing that ever since. <laughs> well, we really appreciate that you have because uh, we want love in the air. That's for sure. 
So I have to also inquire about how do you know who needs to be hit by these love infused arrows? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I'd, I'd say it's a bit of a sixth sense. You know, I, I just, I see wed people everywhere, people that just need to be wedded. And uh, it's, it's just kind of a glow, you know, you're looking around, you, you see, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, those two right there. Mm-hmm. Yep. There, here we go. Lining up. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So uh, has there been like two people that you like know they're in your sight and they are nowhere near each other and you have to work magic to bring them together? Like your, your most challenging situations of love? There's definitely been some challenging situations. I can tell you that. Uh, it, it's a little bit of it is the people got to work with me. You know, uh, if, if people are doing what they love and, and they're doing what, what really interests them, it makes my job a lot easier because then I can work my magic. I can make sure that maybe person A is just about to head into the coffee shop where person B is about to leave. And, you know, that's where the magic happens. <laughs> I'm envisioning yeah, person A spilling coffee on person person B. Yeah, sometimes it gets a bit messy. Some a, a little bit. There's a there's definitely some uh, some marksmanship uh, uh, where I have a good day and some with a bad day. Uh, but uh, hey, you know when when it works, it works. And I I don't question when when I see it. You know, I just see it and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, those two right there, definitely oh gonna goodness. be a good couple. You say a good day and a bad day in marksmanship. What if you, what if your arrow goes astray and you're aiming for person B and it hits the wrong person? <laughs> I got to tell you that has happened more than once. And uh, it's, it's not, it's not really something that's a, uh, too catastrophic in the world of uh, world of humanity. Um, but sometimes it ends up where, you know, maybe things don't work out. But I got to say, when the right arrow hits the right person at the right time, oh, it's beautiful. It, it just, it, it sings. <laughs> so I know some people may be happily content and fulfilled in their relationships, and we are so happy to celebrate them. But others would love to be love struck by one of your magical arrows and I'm wondering, you say that they have to work with you. Uh, what about all those people being patient and, you know, doing the test of time? What do you say to them that are waiting on love still? Well, the thing about love, I think, I think the most important thing about love, especially if you're waiting on it, is the fact that it's it's already within you in some way, shape, or form. I mean, love's a fourth-dimensional sort of thing. If you've experienced it or received it or given it even once, there it is. And most of you guys know out there listening, the big man already made sure that for everyone on earth. So the love within you really flourishes when you're doing the things you're interested in. I think it was a guy, uh, some hippie guy, Alan Watts. Now there's a love guru right there. But Alan, he said, interesting people are interested. And boy, did he hit the arrow on the bullseye with that one. <laughs> you know, love can be so elusive and feel that way for so many. Forrest Gump said that life is a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. But Cupid. If love were an ice cream flavor, what flavor would it be? Oh, gosh, that's a real good question. Yeah, I, I got to say, and I know some people are really going to go off the deep end with this one because it's a dividing topic, you know, the best ice cream. But I got to say, I think love is that that fresh clarity of a mint chocolate chip. Oh, Ooh. it just, it hits you with that pang and then suddenly everything's kind of new and bright. And then there's a mellow sweetness afterwards. 
I love that. Well, I'm glad you didn't pick Rocky Road. <laughs> oh, I try not to make the relationship too rocky. I, I do my best with that. So have you been responsible for some of the greatest love um, situations of all time of coupling that we would know about? Like who, who are you responsible for and uh, what can you say it was like to have been orchestrating that? Well, yeah, the, some of the greatest love stories of all time, I got to say, you know, I, I, everyone likes to talk about Romeo and Juliet. Um, mm-hmm. That is one for the ages, I got to say, didn't, didn't end didn't up end so well, well but, <laughs> but the feeling was right, you know, and right. uh, ah, there, there's some, some uh, short guy in a hat. Uh, he really liked Josephine. I think he was a uh, French or something like that. That's right. Bone apart, Mr. Bone apart. Yeah. He really went head over heels for her, but uh, I think, I think I might've overdid it with him too. You know, sometimes the greatest love stories aren't the ones you hear about, but they're the ones that, that happen quietly, you know, in a, in a lovely little cottage somewhere or out, out in the boonies, as some people would say, where people are just enjoying their life, having their kitties, raising a wonderful family. And uh, yeah, those ones, yeah, the paparazzi can't quite get to those. So it's a lot nicer to see those in action, you know? Oh my goodness. Absolutely. And you've been matchmaking since like 700 BC. So how has your job as the God of love changed throughout time? I imagine it's like really nothing like it started out. Oh, that's taking me back. Uh, let's see now. One of the oiliest couples I remember setting up I, I'm trying to remember. Names were a little simpler back then. I can't re- believe I can't remember it. I think it was Uga and Booga. And oh, I think. Oh, yeah. Uga and Bugga. Uga and Bugga. That's it. That's, yes. That's the and they and had the cute little baby Bugga. Yes. Yes. Uga and Bugga set them up that it, it was adorable how they how they went off. And, you know, uh, you get the images of uh, the club over the head and the dragon of the cave. It's a lot more loving than that. You know, her hair grows back. But uh, then, you know, their cousin Unga and then then he got with Bunga and, and it just went from there. You know, I my whole my whole goal back then was like, let's let's get this done. We got to make sure that that the earth can be properly populated. <laughs> We love, I, is it Ugga and, yeah, Ugga and Bugga and cute little baby Zugga. I yep, love that. Ugga, yes. Bugga and Zugga. And Zugga, oh, they, they grew up to be a fantastic specimen of humanity. Let me tell you what, you know, it, I can tell you this much. Humans, they seem to have always been human, you know, maybe the language changes and the doohickeys and the gadgets get more complex, but people have not changed much through the millennia. What do you say to people that feel like they're cursed in the love department and they just, they're like, you know what? Love's not for me. It's just not going to happen. Or they've had bad experiences with what they thought was love. Oh yeah, that that's a good point. I know a lot of people sometimes they blame love for the negative emotions they get from other emotions. You know, some of those other guys, they like to masquerade as me. It's really annoying. I think it's libel in some in some places, but you know, I try not to get involved in the legal system. But what I can say is don't let the hype get y'all riled up. This holiday isn't about having a nice dinner with that special guy or gal, though I do my best to accommodate that wherever possible. It's also a great opportunity to remember the love you've experienced in your lifetime, the love of your parents, your kids, your good friends, it doesn't have to be a romantic one-on-one. That's not on the test, and I ain't grading it anyway. <laughs> That's awesome. And I agree. I mean, 
love is an inside job, right? Absolutely. Love starts in the beginning. Honestly, it starts inside you. Uh, patience, appreciation, that old sense of wonder some of you still have and, and others, maybe it's been a few years. Those things lead people on the path to me and it really helps them stand out on my QDA, so to speak. So I want to take a quick commercial break and on the other side of break, I want you to share with listeners, what is the most important thing that we should know about love? And uh, things like not getting discouraged and what love really does have to do with it all. Yeah, looking forward to that. I I definitely got some opinions on that. Let me tell you. (laughs) Awesome. Don't go anywhere because this fantastic conversation will continue today. I cannot believe it, Aging Rebels. We are here with Cupid himself. And oh my goodness, you know, he's such a handsome cherub. I have to say (laughs) it's like. You know, it's it's in the history books how handsome he is. We're going to actually find out if Cupid has that special someone on the other side of break. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. I'm David Bernstein author and geriatrician and guest on the Aging Gratefully podcast with Holly Kelly. I've written some books. I've got some good news and some bad news. You're old, Tales of a Geriatrician, and The Power of Five, The Ultimate Formula for Longevity and Remaining Youthful. My website is davidbernsteinmd.com. And I want to tell you how much I like being a guest and in conversation with Holly Kelly on the Aging Gracefully podcast. She made me feel so comfortable and able to express myself about all of my great experience and knowledge so that I can share it with her audience. What a great day I had with her. Sunrises and sunsets. Final Affairs Forged with Flair, Finesse, and Functionality is a delightful book for every adult of any age and any stage. This multi-award-winning book written by gerontologist Holly Kelly is a soul-soothing journey and novel approach to completing your personal affairs and advanced care planning. Readers are calling it transformative, life-changing, and fun. Prepare lovingly, plan thoughtfully, live dynamically. Available on Amazon and most bookstores. Author autographed copies are available at sunrisesandsunsetsbook.com where you can subscribe, register for a workshop, and more. Hi, this is Brianne Liguori at www.briannelegori.com, and you can head over to my website to grab many free joy starters today to get you kick-started in finding more joy today instead of waiting till tomorrow. The Aging Gratefully Show is a truly beautiful experience. Holly creates such a wonderful experience for all of her listeners to find more joy and to age gratefully every day. (laughs) 
Thank you so much, best listeners. I mean, we got Cupid in the Aging Gratefully house. I can't believe it. So Cupid, what are some of the biggest challenges? What should we know about love? And what does love have to do with it? It's all, take it from there. Yeah, that that is really the question now, isn't it? I mean, love love is that is that thing inside everyone. I mean, I'm I'm just kind of igniting what's already there. Love without love, you've you've just got apathy. That's that's one of the worst things out there, in my opinion. You know, everyone says, Oh, you know, the opposite of love is hate. No, 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 that's not true. The opposite of love is actually not caring about anything. So love is very, very important in a lot of different ways. Without love, I mean there's there's not really a reason to get up in the morning. There's not really a reason to go out and do something. Some of the greatest human inventions in, in the world were made out of love. I think even, uh, what is it? Uh, that, that white sauce you put on the pasta, that was a guy making it for his pregnant wife when she couldn't really Alfredo. eat else. Yeah, that's Alfredo. the one Alfredo yes. sauce. So yeah, love Love all those wonderful songs about love. I, I, it's, it's wonderful that so many people can put the same thing into different words, but I think the feeling is there. Love is what humans are made for, not only to receive, but to give. So true. And we can find love everywhere. I think we can find love in the melody of a bird singing. We can find love and receive love and exchange it by watching a sunrise or a sunset or forest bathing or just watching our children, um, being with people that we enjoy being around, all of those situations are birthing love. Do you not agree? Absolutely. And and honestly, with, with the kind of love that we celebrate on Valentine's Day, nothing feels better than seeing two people discovering the beauty of life in each other and cultivating that wonderful spark of light into something even brighter and more incredible than before. Yep. That that's definitely it. That gets me every time, just like the end of Mary Poppins. Great lady, big fan of her work as well. <laughs> well, how do you feel about your image? I'm sure you have a copyright on that. It's on boxes of candy. It's on cards. It's everywhere, which leads me into how has Valentine's become so commercialized? Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, people, you know, they like to use something good and something pure and something honest. Uh, you know, sometimes they push it for their own reasons. And that can be either to make money, to get popular, you know, you name it. Um, I'm not a big fan of the commercialization. I got to say some of those images of me, like, I'm not that young anymore. <laughs> I grew up I, like, yeah, the voice, don't let the voice fool you. You know, I, I, I don't, don't exactly look like that little, little chubby cheek kid anymore but i'm not i'm not exactly the tallest i think uh i think i'm what they call a short king these days <laughs> uh well i also want to know are you having two kinds of arrows in your quiver anymore are you sticking to the gold yeah, I, I try to stick to the gold, you know, because uh, yeah, there there was a bit of a rebellious streak, I, I got to admit, back in the day. But when you had all those different depictions of gods running around, you know, Mars, Aries, uh, Zeus, Jupiter, it was fun to kind of pick on them a little bit, you know, but knock them down a peg when they thought they were so high and mighty. But uh, yeah, I, I try to stick to the gold stuff now. It's a lot easier to be positive. And then even if I miss, it's it's something positive rather than negative. I'd re I really don't want to want to strike someone with Aya who doesn't deserve it. 
Oh, you know, and I'm thinking though, there is a time that it could be good. So you've matched up a couple, they're perfect. And then in from stage left comes somebody just to sweep that one person away from this perfect match. That's the time you use that leaden arrow. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how many people want to try to bend reality to their will. They're like, no, no, no. I want this to happen. And I just got to sit there going, no, buddy, this isn't for you. Or no, lady, that's not the one. Trust me. You don't want to get in on this. Here, I'll help <laughs> you out. Fwink, you know, and, and I take care of that as uh, quickly as possible. <laughs> that's good. We are so glad that you're up there orchestrating uh, love in the air. So partner or no partner, is there any other ways that, uh, because a lot of people detest Valentine's, it's kind of gotten a bad rap by certain people uh, throughout the more recent times. And there's an aversion to Valentine's because of all that it represents. And a lot of people are like, I'm alone. So I really don't like Valentine's. I'm not feeling it at all. Yeah, what do you I say think- to them? I think a lot of that, that aversion, a lot of the, uh, the negativity there is, is from this expectation of what they think things should be like and if you just remember that love is already in your heart you've just got to look for it. you just got to let it in there you know if I haven't gotten to you it don't worry I will get to you eventually but you know don't try to rush these things it's much better when I'm going at my own pace because trust me that's when the best work works you you're busy <laughs> with your thing He's busy with his thing or vice versa, you know, and and that's the best way I work. But uh, but getting back to the point here, feeling negativity on a day celebrating the very thing that keeps keeps humanity the in in the midst of the beauty and, and incredible things that it's capable of. I just don't think that's a very good, very good thing to feel. And if you feel that way, I'm, I'm very sorry that you feel that way. I'm, I'm certain there's a reason for it, but, uh, I can only encourage you to look, look for the good, look for the nice things, remember the nice things, appreciate what you have in front of you. And remember, love isn't just for receiving, it's for giving. You know, that is perfect advice for aging gratefully. And I love that you are so addressing that because somebody may feel that they have no love in their life. And we're showing so many bountiful ways that love exists. And I want to know some of the most creative matchmaking you've had to do. It's got to be chaos sometimes. Like it's literally, you have to have some great stories. Yeah, there's uh there's definitely uh, occasionally some Rube, Bold, Rube Goldberg level stuff that I got to pull off to get two people right in the same place. And uh hilariously, usually those people each on their own think that it's the worst day of their lives. Uh god, I I remember this one lady. Uh she she got a flat tire. She was late to a major meeting at a company. I mean, she thought it was the worst day of her life, but the tow truck guy was exactly who I wanted to show up, you know? And it's like, yeah, there's a little bit of money involved, but you know, that's it's nothing compared to the uh the lifelong attraction, right? And then there was a there was another one. It was uh, it was this guy, you know, he he just been uh, down and out for a while. It's like hit and miss, hit and miss. He kept trying to force things when I wasn't the one that shot those arrows. You know what I mean? And uh, finally, he just had had given up on it and went back to his favorite hobby. I think it was some like woodworking or whatever. And then this lady commissioned a beautiful table from him. And hey, lo and behold, after a couple of weeks working on someone's table and they keep coming to visit, hey, it worked out pretty well. And uh, yeah, it's it's just... I've got so many stories like that where 
where one or the other or both just think it's the worst thing. It's never going to happen. This is a miserable day. And uh, boom, it's me, actually. Hey, there you go. You're welcome. Oh, my goodness. This is too great. So we're learning that love has everything to do with it in the end. And um, as far as Valentine's anxiety, I think you're kind of eradicating that with us. So I really appreciate that. Um, As the leader of love for centuries, we have to know, do you have a special love in your life, Cupid? That is a good question. Uh, There are some days where I definitely wonder if my pang of inspired marksmanship is just a good day or perhaps my eyes caught someone very special i haven't run into my one and only but i think that's what makes me so happy to help others find theirs if the big man wills it i'm certain a lovely arrow swinging glass of water will drop into my airspace someday but until then it's full speed ahead for the rest of the planet this quiver's got a lot of ammo to go through So see, you're showing that it's okay to have patience because here you are. I mean, you haven't, you haven't found your perfect match yet either. Nope. I think it's been a couple thousand years, uh, but uh, I'm pretty content and happy just uh, seeing all the love that's uh, blooming out there for other people. And I know just like the way I work, I would not like to uh, anger whatever's going to be doing this for me on the next level up. You know what I mean? So I'm just enjoying life. I'm doing what I love. And I'm certain the right, the right gal, the right cupina, so to speak, might drop in one day. (laughs) And so you've shared some of it, but what is love defined or how do you define love? Oh, defining love that's it's so difficult right it's like trying to grab grab a a bit of the ocean as it passes through your fingers it's it's that first like ray of sun on the mountainside uh it's it's you know that that golden feeling you get when you you step into a warm shower yeah yeah there's there's just so many things let me see if i can nail something down i believe love is the expression of beauty and joy in the hot of humanity. And there's so many different ways to express that. But I I think that's one of the best ways I can put it. I think that's amazing. And uh, is there a secret component to lasting love? Because a lot of people love each other and they end up not together. So what's the secret to lasting, enduring love of longevity? I think it's really, it's patience and it's a little bit of it's a little bit of understanding because because I know I know there are some times where you just feel like irreconcilable differences. God, I hate that toy. Lawyers can't believe what they come up with to justify certain things. But yeah, there sometimes you're just going to feel like it's uh, it's not working out. It's, it's too terrible. But you got to you got to ask yourself, like, wait, why am I angry? Why aren't we getting along here? Sometimes it's just a communication issue. And sometimes it it's that. You know, there's something going on in the other person's life that isn't being addressed. And one of those uh, is the simplest way to to fix that. So, uh, yeah, I think the long term is going to be uh, patience and understanding. And I know that's easy for me to say, but, uh, you know, just trust me on this one. You know, look at something from a different angle, sleep on it. You don't need to make the decision today kind of thing. Yes, I so agree that... Sometimes we just need to have some understanding of one another and 
kind of work our way through it. Sometimes we're too easy to judge and give up too quickly uh, or don't want to do the work. Yeah, you can you can say that again. I mean, I it's it's my job is to judge and like put people together. And I can tell you, judging uh, quickly is not a good idea. That's what led to a couple of those uh, those uh, you know missed shots, so to speak. So uh, yeah, definitely you want to slow down before you get in there. You know, I, I got to say, being the embodiment of love and passion, it 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 keeps you young at heart. And and they say. Uh, the angels fly because they take themselves lightly. And I think that's absolutely true. That can be something in the heart of every person as well. Don't sweat the small stuff because the small stuff is what makes the world go round. But that's sort of counterintuitary, ain't it? Oh, my goodness. I so agree. And um, it's so important that we don't take ourselves too seriously, as you say, take yourself lightly and that we do tap our inner child and see magic everywhere we look, um, because I think that opens our our heart and our life up to giving and receiving more love. Absolutely, that that is so true. You know, and and one of the most important things I guess I guess I could I could tap onto here is um, once once you've realized that that it's not too worrisome, you don't have to worry about every single thing. You don't have to take everything too seriously that's when things just kind of work out a little easier. That's, that's when it's easier for me to find you. And so I, I tell everyone, you know, don't, don't worry. You don't, you don't need to worry about every little thing. It's going to be just fine. Yeah. When like you, you least expect it, right? Exactly. Like, Hey, you, you there. Yeah. You at the computer, don't give up hope. I've got you in my sights and you in the Honda. Yeah. Yeah. You too. And you walk in your pooch, keep your chin up. Remember my arrow doesn't do the whole job. It's just the catalyst there. And to those of you who I already visited, Hey, you're looking good. I'm so glad to see things working out. I love the new haircut. <gasps> that dress is simply gorgeous. Hey, be sure to let that wine breathe a bit. Yeah. You in the kitchen, just give it two minutes. Trust me. <laughs> I'm telling you that you have like such a vantage point because you see everything from where you're at. It's yeah, amazing it's, it's, how you can be here and see all of that. It's just unreal. I I I really do. It's uh it's it's not something that I would say everyone's got to try this cuz it can get a little crazy. I mean, you know, <laughs> you miss some of those shots, right? But uh, it's also nice to be able to check in on all the people that I've already visited and all the ones I'm planning on visiting and uh you know, sometimes it takes me a little while to get from one point to the other on on the uh on the ethereal plane of of this existence. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Cupid is coming for you. So hold on. So what else as we end our time together, do you want to say to those listening about love? Is there anything uh, else that you want to convey to uh, the people out there? Well, everyone, all all you ladies and gentlemen out there, all you young ladies and strapping young boys, like just live your life, love your life, and I'll come and find you faster than you can say lickety split. And and trust me, it's it's not something like, that's a temporal thing. It's not a fast like, oh, I'll be there tomorrow. It'll go by so quickly and you will not even realize that the time has come. Heck, she might be staring you right in the face and you have no idea that she's the one. But don't worry, it'll hit you eventually. Well, we're glad that you're carrying those golden magical arrows 
and helping people find love and bringing people together. Before we end the hour together, we have to know how does Cupid age gratefully? Because I mean, you've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't see uh, I don't see a uh, stop any any point in the future because uh, I love my job. I love what I do. It uh, it keeps me young. It keeps me active, and uh, you know it's, it it brings joy to my heart. So so I'd say uh, it, it's it's that stay young at heart. You know what was that guy uh, Jimmy Durrani? You know he sang that great song, young at young at heart. You know hot cha cha cha. That that's one of the best uh, pieces of advice I could give people for this. You know, don't take yourself too seriously. Take yourself lightly. Enjoy life. It's all around you. The beauty, the love, the light is all over the place. It just, it's just up to you to open your eyes and look at it and appreciate it. Oh my goodness. Well, you know what we appreciate? We appreciate you today and so grateful that you've been able to take time out of the love realm and be able to share all of your wisdom with us. Just so appreciate that we've had this time with you. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure, Miss Holly. Thanks so much for inviting me on to this. You know, I usually don't do this kind of thing, but your audience has so many people that I visited and a couple others that I'm still planning on. And I figured, you know what? I'll take a break. I'll say hi to everyone. Oh, we're so glad that you did. And so just a great time with you and um, just keep up with the the love potion. I will do, Miss Holly. I got to go. Hey, hey, you over there. Hold on. (laughs) Happy Valentine's, Aging Rebels. I hope that you have a very, very special day. And remember that love lives in your heart and is all around you. Today's a gift. You've been listening to Aging Gratefully, and I'm your host, gerontologist Holly Kelly. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've enjoyed our message, I invite you to subscribe and share it with others. May you remember to never act your age and that age is just a number. And may you enjoy and embrace the coming week in the spirit of gratitude. Until we meet again, here's to living your best life now. I used to think time was my enemy My future wasn't looking good So worried about the things I couldn't see I couldn't see the things I could I was aging fearfully Worrying my life away When all along I should have been Thankful for every day finally made a friend of time now you could say that i'm aging gratefully